Hi, I'm Ellen, and my dream is that I open a door to a room and the room is filled up with a big bed. Hi, I'm Jaslyn, and I'd probably have the job of changing the duvet cover on that massive bed. (laughs) And this is... High Expectations! Maybe there'd be multiple duvets. Like, how would you get a duvet that big? I don't know how you get a bed that big. I don't know how... I don't know how you get the bed in the room. But what I do know is that you probably have to build the house around the bed. So therefore, you'd never be able to remove it unless you chopped it up into little pieces. Maybe you get those mattresses in a bag. The mattress in a box things. <laughs> yeah. And you just say, open it up, and it's just like a gigantic... Because you'll never get under the bed. So all you need is like two mattresses on top of each other, maybe. Yeah, true. True. Alright, let's talk music. Okay. Guilty, trashy music. Okay. <laughs> We had one from Twitter today that was, again, Home Video Hustle. He said, Getting Jiggy With It by Will Smith. I love that goofy-ass song. <laughs> Getting Jiggy With It. It's quite catchy. Yeah, I like anything catchy, basically. I have a, a very strong tendency to gravitate towards pop songs. Yeah. Shall we do our meme of the day? What's the meme of the day? Oh. So it's like the best meme at the moment, and hopefully it doesn't die in two days, which it will. It's that guy looking back at that girl's butt, making that face like, ooh. Ooh. And then his girl's making that face like, ah, how dare you? (laughs) And it will say things like, me, so you're the man. And then it's like, a cardboard box is the girl that you're checking out. And then your girlfriend is like the expensive cat toy. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) it's the perfect meme even what I see is brilliant (laughs) it's such a good meme Alan posted one and it was me new music I've been meaning to catch up on so it's the girlfriend and then the hot girl with the nice ass Toto Africa I laughed so hard when I saw that because it's so brilliantly Alan. I've had this joke for a long time on Twitter. I don't know. It's just always like, what's the point in making new music? Why do people keep writing music when they know they'll never write anything as perfect as Toto's Africa? And I just keep doing that every like six <laughs> months or so. I'm just like, Toto's Africa is just such an incredible song. Just like an ongoing joke that I have with myself because I'm a loser. But yeah, it is a fucking good song. It's a good karaoke song. It is. It's a good time. I love that video where it looks like Radiohead was playing it. I probably oh, seen, I probably seen, seen it to one. you. Yeah. Well, I like the one and it's like the dog. The little dog's doing a little dance and it's like do, 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 do. <laughs> you gotta, you gotta watch it. Whatever. Let's watch it. All right. It's going to take like two seconds. on your day off yesterday <laughs> if you want to watch this video you can go to youtube and type in toto africa dog like a total lamer <laughs> or you could go to facebook and search for high expectations action team yep and request access we'll let you in we're going to post it in there and while you're in there you can watch this video and you can see other exclusive High Expectations content. And you don't have to pay anything, even though it sounds like you would. 
It's free. Come on. Publishing it right now. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. So, guilty pleasures of music. It's maybe the problem with the music is that it is really objective. And, like, is there much music that you're embarrassed to listen to? Yes, I'm embarrassed that I got really obsessed with that song by Drake. All I'm black is a real beat of thing. Ever since I left the city, you. And I just love it because it's about, like, being in love with somebody and then, like, coming back to it after you've broken up and being like, who are you? And I think that, that I really relate to that. <laughs> so I just couldn't stop listening to it. But I was like, I don't like Drake. Who am I? Like, there's not there's anything wrong with liking Drake. Like, a lot of people like Drake, and that's cool. But for me, liking Drake was, like, a guilty pleasure. Like, it wasn't who I knew myself to be up until this time. And then somebody was like, oh, what cool music are you listening to? Like, a friend of mine. And I was like, oh, you know, um, this and that. And actually, I've been listening to this song by Drake a lot. And they were like, ew. <laughs> <laughs> didn't you get challenged once to learn an entire Kanye West album? Yeah. I did. So it's not like totally out of your wheelhouse. <laughs> you were really into Janae Monet. Janelle Monet. <laughs> Janelle Monet. Janelle Monet. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I think Janelle Monet's quite different, but I suppose they do have like a Drake, especially. Like that whole song. None of it's rap, so it's not even a rap. Hmm. Would it have been as popular without that video? I don't know. It's so memeable. It was so fantastic. It's quite a catchy song. It's like I was saying before, like any song that's quite catchy, it's got this kind of good like do 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 You know what? I think you should be embarrassed if you like Macklemore. Macklemore. <laughs> oh yeah. Have we ragged on Macklemore this week? We haven't this week. <laughs> I was in the diner the other night and I thought the Westlife cover of Billy Joel's Uptown Girl was playing. <laughs> Turns out it was actually Billy Joel. Oh. But I made a comment to my friends that this is the number one Westlife song. Yeah. Even though it's not written by Westlife. But it's a really catchy song and a really fun video. Yeah. So it's kind of trash, but also funny. Yeah. And tongue-in-cheek, I think. Yeah, true. And you like it. And I like it. I know I like it. I'm not even bad. You know what? I like it. I like it a lot. <laughs> oh, I'm just terrible for like finding a song I like and sometimes it can be really embarrassing. I get teased a lot for liking Ariana Grande, but I just like watching her video clips. And sometimes I like her songs and I listen to them, so fuck you guys. Get over it. <laughs> I get teased about my music taste often for being too mainstream. Do you? Less so these days, because I do have some really cool bands in my repertoire. But, like, I don't... I, th- I feel like Radio... Isn't Radiohead, like, the definition of non-mainstream? I mean, like, every... Oh, yeah, that's confusing, so, eh? Right? I like a lot of cool bands. Like, not many people... That's not true. A lot of people don't get Radiohead. You know, you talk to people and they're like, Oh, I don't understand why people like and it's so sad. I get a lot of crap for, like, being, like, really into Green Day... Or, like, Oasis. I used to be into Coldplay. I'm not anymore. Oh, my God. That is embarrassing, though. I'm sorry. Yeah. I don't like Coldplay. They're shit. But they weren't shit in the early days. Yes, they were. They weren't, though. (laughs) I've never liked Coldplay. I've always had a beef against Coldplay. I think they're like... (laughs) (laughs) Okay, let's, let's take another tact on the music. Yeah. 
Are there any famous songs that have dance routines that you know the dance routine to? I said, I hit, I hop, I hit, I hit, said, I did, I did, boogie and a boogie. I said, I hit, I hop, I something, something, something and a boogie and a boogie. I don't know, something like that. The ketchup song? Yeah, that's it. Last ketchup song. You know what song was really catchy? Not your penis. Penis. <laughs> Speaking of Shortland Street, in our last episode, there's the scene where that went viral because Chris Warner, who's been on the show since the beginning, pretty much, he was reprimanding his son because he said, "What is this on the iPad? Please tell me this is not your penis." <laughs> and um, just like that, what? Just like what always happens with these things, it it got. Made into a remix. And you can join the action team if you want to see the remix. <laughs> Please tell me this is not your penis. Yeah. Penis. Not your penis. We were at a drag king show <laughs> the other night. And the drag king did an amazing dance to this song. It was the most incredible thing. Please tell me that it's not your penis. <laughs> Gotta YouTube this. <laughs> We're playing footsie. Oh, I do that with my desk mate all the time, but it's really like, and we both go like, oh. it's very embarrassing. Please tell me that it's not your remix. I bet that's it. Not you. Yep. I think that might just be the clip, and the top one is. There's a. There's a please tell me this is not your penis mixed with a how about there. I'll show you wood. <laughs> you turned it down this is the catchy bit did i yes really yes oh let's spin it back two more seconds two more seconds Sharon makes a cameo in Shawn Street. What? I did not know that. I did not. Know. I did not know that either. I remember it now, actually. There was some news about it. So, you oh. know, it's world famous. Oh, there it is right there. Yeah. We won't watch it, though. Didn't he also have a cameo in Game of Thrones? People were real mad he about did. it. did. They were so mad. He was just this guy who loved his show and wanted to be on it. This nerdy ginger. But like an Ed Sheeran, it's like guilty pleasure or something. That is true. Do you like it, Sharon? 
I think I, think I like that one song. Thinking Out Loud? Yeah. I think that's the Guilty Pleasure song. Like his others, his earlier stuff, like Lego House and A-Team are quite nice. I do like that Castle on the Hill song from recently. Even though it's like really formulaic, I fall for it every time. <laughs> What's the Castle on the Hill song? It's like a nostalgia song. Oh, I know that one. Like power chords or whatever. I don't know what a power chord is, I'm just talking out my ass, but <laughs> it sounds like power chords. Power chords! <laughs> crescendo oh a crescendo climax <laughs> um what is that castle on the hill yeah you can really you can really hear where he puts his um capo on his guitar <laughs> some drop d tuning or something oh you, you know more about playing guitar than i do officially how do you oh, you click the button alan <laughs> It's been a fun. Well, you know what? I don't even know how to use anything at work. Because i got training issues. I hope you know that I'm coming around here on Sunday. And we're watching YouTube. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so his song is like... It's talking about his past. That's what bothers about this song. In this song, he's like 17. Ed Sheeran's like 24 maybe and he's, he's writing this like his nostalgic song that I could set 20 years ago but it wasn't that many years ago he was in this town I feel like he's too young for a nostalgia song yeah if you're mid-twenties you have a nostalgia about being a 17 18 year old what's up what's up with that why don't when you're 35 yeah only about Ed Sheeran where's the chorus here we go here we go Can you just like whoever that person is? Can you just call them up? They probably talked like two weeks ago, right? Just miss him on Facebook. <laughs> the fuck? Oh, why? Yeah, why? Yeah, why is he getting nostalgic for something that happened two minutes ago? Yeah. Yeah, like, you cold today. Eh? He's 19 in this in this song. How old is Ed Sharon? Old Ed Sharon. How old is Ed Sharon? 26. I'm 26. Okay, so it's seven years ago this song is set. I feel like seven years is too young for nostalgia. Yep. Yep. Like, I write songs, but I wouldn't write a song about seven years ago being nostalgic. <laughs> Yeah, nostalgic, you need at least 20 years. Like, what was it seven years ago? 2010? We're getting so mad at Ed Sheeran. Like, I've got no problem with Ed Sheeran. I, I, think, don't, I, I don't know. I think he's a nice guy. What about that one that him and Taylor Swift wrote together? That was shit. That was shit. But How does that one go? Probably Taylor's fault, because Taylor writes shit songs. Oh! That's right, Taylor. You're our shit artist of the week. Oh, what no! What happened to Reagan on Macklemore? <laughs> I'm not. I'm not ringing on Taylor. Like oh, I don't like the like. I don't like the latest song she put out. It's terrible, it's Taylor. Not this song is bad, and you should feel bad. <laughs> this is also kind of a nostalgia song, but for like being children. 
This is weird. Everything has changed. Isn't Ed Sheeran barely in the song though? Yeah, it's just featuring him. Is Taylor Swift guilty pleasure? Ah, um, hey, you belong to me. You watch that song, you're like, yeah. I asked him the other day. Where's the chorus coming? It's coming. Hold on. Boy, shut up. <laughs> there he is. Okay. Alright. I got some the other day. I'm sorry, this song is kind of bad. <laughs> it is bad. I got some the other day. When you listen to You Belong With Me. Yeah. Who do you think about? Ooh. I think it was someone from a podcast. And they were like... They gave me like a joke answer. They were like... Donuts. <laughs> a dog. <laughs> but, you know, it's interesting. When you hear You Belong With Me. Is this someone that you think about? No. You just like watch this, listen to the story and think about the people in the story. Yeah. You never think like, yeah, that person, they do belong with me. Well, who do you think about? Let's just trying to work out. It, it probably changes. Like, I guess whoever your current crushes is like who you might think in your head sometimes. Yeah. And maybe they like girls with t-shirts and... Short skirts. I don't know how's this how's that song going. You wear t-shirts. Uh, oh wait. wait, I wear t-shirts. She wears short skirts. Yeah. That's it. Um, she's cheer captain and I'm on the bleachers. Dream about the day that you look, wake up and find that what you're looking for has been here the whole time. You can see that I'm the one that understands you. Been here all along, but can't. What? But <laughs> can't, can't you see? You belong with me. You belong with me. It's actually a really hard song to sing. It is, right? I can't sing this shit. I'm sorry, listeners. <laughs> I'm sorry, too. Oh, no. You know what should be a guilty pleasure, but isn't? Pitch Perfect. Oh my god. I was actually, we were talking about Guilty Pleasures. I was like, I love Pitch Perfect. I have seen it so many times. The other day, I was just watching the finale songs from Pitch Perfect on YouTube. Just back to back. Yeah. That's how much I love Pitch Perfect. Listen. It's great. It's great, right? I love the drinking game and the whole social atmosphere. And that they, the songs in it are in context, so it's okay for a musical movie. Oh, for God's sake. One time Jazz and I saw Pitch Perfect together and we were doing a drinking game with our friends. And I was getting really excited because I love Pitch Perfect so much. And then Jazz and I was like, watching Pitch Perfect with Alan is like sitting next to an excited orangutan. I believe I called you a chimpanzee. <laughs> I excited remember. Excited chimpanzee. Orangutan. I... Orangutan's a cuter. Now I'm even more I... offended. Just... But you were offended. Seriously? Chimps are like, woo, 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 woo. And orangutans are like. Have you ever heard a noisy orangutan? No. Have you ever heard a noisy chimpanzee? Yes. So what did I call you? A chimpanzee! 
orangutans are cute. Are we going to edit the story to say that it wasn't orangutan? Are we going to edit it? <laughs> what? Is that the narrative we're going for? No, I'm sure maybe you said chimpanzee. Whatever you said, it was an ape of some kind and it was offensive. <laughs> and I was just excited. <laughs> I believe it was accurate and, and affectionate description. It was not accurate. It was accurate. It was more like an orangutan after all. Twitter poll. Was I more like an orangutan or a chimpanzee? Vote according to your assumptions. Let's put that on the Twitters. <laughs> and then we'll do some listener email. Because we've got a poll to talk about, coincidentally. Yeah, we should really wrap this shit up. Okay, okay I'm going to make the poll right now. No one's going to know what this is about. Chimpanzee. Orangutan. Was Alan more like a chimpanzee? Or an orangutan when watching Pitch Pitch Perfect with Jaslyn. Vote according to your assumptions. Hashtag LadyPod Squad. Post poll. Okay. Speaking of polls, last episode we had a question about whether it would be better to be always the perfect temperature or have the dishes magically done. Ellen's looking at my Google Creep and she's like, what the fuck, Jasmine? You got any questions? Uh, 89 votes. And the winner... 89 votes? 57% of the, of the vote is dishes magically done. Whoa, that's close. We had a few comments on it. Fun Dip and Cherry Coke says, if the dishes were always done, when would I listen to podcasts? Yeah, that's how I feel. Mariah Avex says, so much the dishes, so very much. I mean, I complain when it's so hot, I can't think, so cold, I can't move, but I despise doing the dishes. And I have a dishwasher. Home Video Hustle, perfect temperature without a doubt. My body is always hot and drives me crazy. Film roast. I'm so weird about my body temperature. So definitely that with three, two exclamation marks. <laughs> DSRA podcast. Things like dragons, sex, and... Woo! Real nudity, I don't know, podcast. <laughs> this was a surprisingly hard poll, but in the end, it's temperature. I'm so tired of overly conditioned office buildings. That's a fucking good would you rather. Good on you, Alan. It is good. And something cheeky... I'm counting the perfect temperature as whatever I want it to be right then. That's true. Which is always 68 degrees. Totally worth dishes. Oh, okay, so they picked... No, nah, it was totally worth having to do oh, the right, dishes. Because yeah. cool. they picked temperature. Cool. Thanks, everybody. And our story behind wanted all of the above and more. That was too hard for them. <laughs> Come on, Emily. Pick a side. <laughs> okay, listen to mail. This week in the listener mail... There was lots of pamphlets asking you to vote greens. How is it green if you hand so many pamphlets out? Do you guys even really think about the environment? Probably not. Anyway, here's the mail. I'm done. <laughs> Topical. <laughs> this is an election here in a few weeks. Okay. Okay. As mentioned, Home Video Hustle. Great Ohio podcast. They watch movies. It's hilarious. They... 
wrote to us about the breakups episode and they said I had an ex listen to my phone as yo don't answer this shit and eventually forgot who it was <laughs> and called it to see and when she answered she started cussing me out asking me why I'm calling her now and I just had to hang up <laughs> that's awesome um, they also write us a review five stars Oh yay high enjoyment title just listen to the latest episode I'm glad I did. Once the show ended, I was ready to hear another episode, but I couldn't because of work and felt disappointed. And if a podcast has me feel that way after just one episode, then I know I'm really liking it. I love the ladies who host the show. They are funny, laid back. We literally lie down right now. (laughs) And don't really hold much back. They say what they feel and don't filter it too much. So I love that. I love the accents too. I can't front about that. I will be tuning in from this point on and may possibly learn a thing or two. All that to say, definitely check them out. Woohoo! Thank you. Thank you. Happily ever after math or happily ever after math. (laughs) 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 Honest and fun. Five stars. First, I'm listening to a fun overview of High Fidelity, book and movie. And then I'm clutching my chest as I hear this tender and frank discussion about breakups. Listen to this podcast and you will instantly bond with these two. Such a wonderful show. Listen now. Do listen now. Exceeded my expectations. This is from Damn Girl Podcast. Oh, okay. We did our outro last week. Oh, right. I'll admit, I listened to the episode Once Upon a Fuckboy and immediately started to binge listening. I love this pod and these ladies. I want to personally thank them for the gaslighting episode. I think that's such an important topic. And one that is not discussed often enough. Keep up the great work. Thanks, Chrissy. Thank you, Chrissy. And we got a review from the Fun Dipping Cherry Coke podcast. Kira, love listening to these ladies have smart and fun conversations. Yeah. Peter from Podstalgic talks about our ghosting stories. Oh, episode. yeah. He says, great episode and sad story from the roommate. The young lady is so odd. Must have been a first time sniff for her. <laughs> if you don't know what that means, go and listen to the Ghosting Stories episode. Oh, yeah. And hear the amazing story. I still remember that <laughs> Also, on the subject of ghosting, Ali from the All Ideas Are Bad Ideas podcast. I've been enjoying this podcast, it's actually real fun. On breakups, she says the advice we all need, especially characters in pop culture. Good lord. Yeah, don't stalk, don't stalk each other. But on ghosting stories, at least one of our hosts has been there. The other had a dream about it involving the ghoster writing a book about serial ghosting. It's not a great story, necessarily, although it did result in this magnificent creation, the cover of the ghoster's book. And it says, The black cover with ghosted and big ghostly letters, The Story of a Serial Vanisher by Kyle. <laughs> I'm going to put that picture in the High expectations action action team. team. If you want to see it. So Meg from Indoors Woman says, Loved your reactions. I have to thank Jake for giving me a story at least. Oh my god, loved it. Jake would definitely ghost on a beer slash podcast guest invite. Sweat smile. (laughs) (laughs) And yes, he's one of those friends where you're just like, well, that's Jake. He's been forgiven because it's honestly like he can't help himself. Ha ha. I want to hear about the seven minute date. 
which Jasmine mentioned in the episode. Jen from Indoors Woman said, Just listened! And I think we all know that Jake from the would ghost on your podcast if he agreed to come on. Hashtag not cool Jake. If you want to hear more about Jake not being cool or other people who they could call Jake, send us in your ghosting stories. Retweet the ghosting stories episode. Tell people to listen to it. If we get enough listens of it, we'll do a ghosting stories too. Jake's still not cool. <laughs> Jake's still not cool. And that's it from us. Yay! Thanks for sticking on for part two. If you listen to part two and you didn't listen to part one, what's going on with that? Go back. <laughs> listen to part one. Please, don't be that person who, who only listens to like one part of a two-parter. Yeah. There's but some good content in part, part one. one brilliant. These... Yeah. There's Harold and Kumar, White Castle. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Before I hit the, the outro button... I'm going to put in a clip right now that's from the Home Video Hustle podcast where they gave us an amazing shout out that made us feel really, really cool. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. You know, yeah. we always showing love. We trying to do what we can. Yes. Right? So we got a couple for y'all. And one of them is the High Expectations podcast. Two women in New Zealand, I'll tell you about yes. all the time. The High Expectations podcast ain't nothing to fuck with either. <laughs> so we just letting you know. Hi, this is Sweetie. And Sweetie from the Large Marge Sentus podcast. Thanks so much for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please tell a friend. If you have any comments or questions, please send an email to highexpectationspodcast at gmail.com or leave a comment on a post. Find them on Facebook and Instagram at High Expectations Podcast or on Twitter at High EX Podcast. You can subscribe on iTunes, SoundCloud, Pocket Casts, Podcast Addict, or wherever you enjoy podcasts. Have a great week! I felt really bad today because Clarissa, previous guest, missed me saying, I just watched the amazing musical about Kate Shepard. Oh no. Oh, that, is it that bloody woman? That bloody woman. Yeah. And I was like, oh, sounds great. But I don't like musicals. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, what did she say to well, that? She was like, oh, really? I was like, yeah, famously. So, yeah. Episode two of the podcast. <laughs> Clearly, she's never listened to it. <laughs> so busted, Clarissa. So, as you know from a previous episode, oh, goodbye, Mel. <laughs> just keep face planting. Why do you want to bed? <laughs> I don't care. It's so comfy, though. I don't want to move. No. Hey, Linda. Hey, Louise. What's wrong? Well, I love podcasts, but I need a new one. Do you know if there are any where two sweetie sisters talk about movies from the 80s and 90s that shape their childhood existence, and also that have a cat that makes a ruckus in the background? Do I? Let me tell you a podcast I started listening to you called Large Marge Senus. Two sisters break down classic 80s and 90s movies like The Princess Bride, Neverending Story, and Pee-wee's Big Adventure. They even did a whole month dedicated to Fred Savage flicks. Wow, I love Fred Savage. Where can I get this magical podcast? You can subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, YouTube, or Google Play. You can also follow them on Twitter, at The Sweetie Club. And don't forget to tell them, Large Marge sent you to this podcast. The High Expectations Podcast. Ain't nothing to fuck with either.